Welcome to Talk Bridal to Me. I'm your host, Anna Muma, a pro makeup artist in the Pacific Northwest, and I am here to bring you guests that lay, slay, and relay. They lay the groundwork for their clients, they do their job well, and they tell you how to get the most of your bridal experience. If you're a bride and not quite sure where to start or what to do, or just need a little boost in your wedding planning, this is the podcast for you. Welcome. Let's get started. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Talk Bridal to Me. I am here today with Dave Jaramillo, also known as DJ Davey Dave. He has been doing weddings since 2008 and is a rockin' DJ here in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, Dave. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I want to jump right into things today. Tell me how you got started with DJing. So I got started with DJing because I love house music, mm. EDM, basically. I found that music when I was a teenager, probably 13, Okay, and I started buying CDs um, of all these DJ mixes, and I was just blown away, mm. and then I found out that you could get a DJ in a box, basically two turntables, a mixer for a cheap price. I asked my dad to get it for me for my birthday, my 15th birthday, I had it, started buying vinyl records of this type of music. DJing in my bedroom. My parents hated it because it was just loud, obnoxious music. But that's what got me started in DJing. Okay. They always suggested, why don't you buy records of songs like that people, a lot of people like. Yeah. Not just this music because it's annoying, but (laughs) I love that music and I still do to this day. That's what got me started in DJing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. My kids love that kind of music and I... I love it as well. And sometimes we'll be listening to a, a soundtrack or a playlist or something like that. And I'm thinking that would be an awesome mix. Like that would be so fun. Do you feel like you gain a lot of inspiration from just things around you or you hear a song on the radio that you want to incorporate? Or how do you go about choosing some of the music that you use? Yeah, I'm inspired by so many different elements. Like mm-hmm. it could be from movies, right? You see music being played and you see how they act, react to the songs. And you're just like, okay. I got to have that in my library. Yeah. Or your parents. A lot of my music influences from my parents. Just the music they listen to, family get-togethers, people having a good time. And then currently, I would say my clients. They send me lists of songs and I'm just like, oh, I've never heard this song. Yeah. I listen to it and I'm just like, wow, this is cool. Adding it to my library. Stuff I, I it could be oldies, stuff I've never heard before. Sure. Or new stuff. And I'm just, that's how I find new music these days is clients telling me or giving me a list of, the, of these songs or playlist. Mm-hmm. And boom, I'm just like, okay, found, like, found some new perfect. gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's jump into a little bit of the client process with you. First of all, how can people reach out? Like, what's the best way for a client to get an, a hold of you? And then we'll kind of go into how you go about building a playlist for a client. Okay. Well, Currently, I would say most of it comes from Instagram. Okay. I make myself very, I'm putting myself out there quite a bit mm-hmm. on social media, Instagram especially. And that's a primary way that people are reaching out. They message me. Sometimes I don't see it because it goes to like the that junk folder or mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, request. Yeah. Um, or sometimes they hit the link to my website. They send me email. 
Sometimes they text or call. Okay. But it's generally through Instagram. Uh, a lot of times it's people find me through word of mouth. Oh, yeah. So then they'll find me somehow and reach out. Perfect. So after they reach out, then, you know, they'll inquire if I'm available for their date and, and, uh, and then I'll ask questions like, okay, yeah, I'm available. What's your venue? Okay. How many guests do you have? Yeah. What's your vibe? What's your vision? And then we'll see if it's going to work out. Most of the times it does. And then we'll be like, okay, I can write a quote for you. This is what you're going to expect from me. And, and then we could get the ball rolling. Perfect. Yeah. What's the next step after someone books with you? How do you go about, like, do you inquire about, like, what does your day look like? How do you go about creating a list? Because I'm sure there are many moments where they want to have some sort of music playing. Yes. So I send them a questionnaire. Okay. And this is something I've developed over the years yeah. and keep fine tuning it. Yes. So I send them that and the wedding could be a year out. Okay. But I send it to them and I say, save it to your files or get it done as soon as possible or start building a playlist. Yeah. Because uh, I use Spotify quite a bit. Okay. I even have a playlist that they can check out if they're having a hard time picking songs. Okay. For all the different moments, ceremony, cocktail hour, dinner, dancing, all the different genres. But from that uh, questionnaire, it kind of goes over everything. So I'm asking not only the names of all, all these specific people, I'm asking what they, what their friends and family like. You know, what kind of music do you guys like for chill? What kind of music mm -hmm. do you guys like to party to? And then cocktail hour. What kind of music do you guys want? I give suggestions. Okay. Of all the, of stuff that I think works, and I always I throw in my little bit of advice. Yeah. For all these different moments, dinner. What kind of music do you guys want to hear? And then I say, it's going to be. I'm going to tone it down. It's going to be more chill. I'm going to build the energy gradually up during dinner, so that way by the time dancing is is here. People Perfect. are ready to dance. Yeah. That's the goal. And then for dancing, of course, I have uh, genres and suggestions. Mm -hmm. I always say, give me your top 10. Mm -hmm. What's your top 10 dance songs? Because this is going to help me really dial in your playlist. Yeah. And from, from all the information that they give me, I have to build playlists for all those different moments from wedding prelude, a cocktail wow. hour dinner, and then dancing. So wow. it is hours and hours of time yeah. to build playlists for every client. Yeah. But I want it to be their soundtrack. It's, totally. I want it to be a, a story for them, mm -hmm. right? So not just, yeah. I mean, people always ask, like, what do you play? I play everything. Yeah. But it's tailored for each client. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. And I'm sure that... It's it's such an interesting thing because you think about a wedding and a lot of times we think of the visual aesthetics and the flowers and the dress and all that. But what you hear coordinates so much with what you see and you're kind of like wrapping up and putting the bow on the package and creating an ex helping create an experience for people. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm creating an experience for them to have the best day of their life. Yeah. And then... People can capture that. I got the photographer, videographer. Totally. They're capturing that. 
Mm -hmm. I'm just creating it. Yes. Helping create, you know, a fun time for them. Do you have little tricks up your sleeve when you feel like the crowd is just kind of like womp womp and it needs to, it needs to build a little bit or people aren't dancing? Because I've heard from other brides in the past, you know, I'll be doing their makeup preview or their makeup on the day of, and, and they're hoping their guests have a really good time. But sometimes you probably get those crowds that are a little more chill and you want them to vamp up. Like, what are your, some of your tricks for the bride that might be concerned about people not having fun? Yeah, that could be challenging. Uh, sometimes crowds just don't want to dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I see it, I kind of scope out the crowd. Yeah. Every chance I get, kind of read them, see what's going on, see if they're drinking or whatever beforehand. Sure. If not, I might go up to the bartender and, and ask them, like, how's it going with the drinks? Are people drinking? If they're not, maybe it'd be a good idea to give them a tip and be like, you know what? Why don't you double their drinks? And you know, <laughs> let's get them a little tip. Get, get their party started. Yeah, that's my whole goal. Even yeah. uh, for cocktail hour, because sometimes they'll send me a list of songs and they're very chill. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I want as soon as cocktail hour starts. That's when the party starts. Yeah. So I'm going to play more upbeat music. Yeah. Whatever they tell me, you know, they want, uh, whether it's like acoustic or something, pop covers. Sure. They're thinking maybe the chill stuff. I'm like, no, let's play more upbeat stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me play more upbeat stuff mm-hmm. because we want people to at least have two drinks mm-hmm. during cocktail hour. <laughs> we want to get people a little tipsy. Yeah. Because that makes funny. for the best party. Right. For dinner, kind of the same thing. I'm like, Playing chill music because they always want chill music. Yeah. But by the time dinner's over, I want people bopping their head, yeah. singing along, you know, ready to get on the dance floor. Yeah. So my whole job throughout the day is building that energy. Totally. So that way I don't have to have a, a dead crowd. Yeah. But sometimes still, like I could play a good dance set, people get burned out and they want to take a break. <clears throat> okay, that's my chance to reset the energy. Yeah. So I'll play a slow song. Yeah. And then boom, people are back on the dance floor because everyone loves dancing to a slow song. It's yeah. Easy. Yeah. You just grab your partner. That's true. And you know, do your thing. Well, and it probably gets some of the people out that haven't been on the dance floor because you're going to get that that elderly grandma and grandpa that are going to do the slow song versus you know, and then the, some of the other people are going to take a break. So you kind of get to like swap in and out the crowd. I imagine a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So I always try to get the older people out first because mm-hmm. they usually leave first. Yeah, right? that's so true. That's, all, that's in the back of my head. Okay, what can I do to get grandma and grandpa out? Yeah. You know, the elders. So I'm playing a lot of oldies, mm-hmm. old school stuff. Um, and then I will play some slower songs, even though that's kind of dying away. I'm not playing too many slow songs these sure. days. But if I have to, I will. Um, sing-alongs, very familiar music. Yeah. Even group dance songs like Cupid Shuffle, Cha-Cha Slide. Sure. That stuff still works. Those are fun. Yeah. Even though some brides, some clients are say they tell me, don't play any. And so that makes me get more creative, think outside the box. Yeah. And that's fun. I welcome that. Yeah. Not a problem. But those are just some things I have to do if the crowd is tough. If it's a hard crowd. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Have you ever kind of like had to change things up last minute? I'm like trying to think of like how how to describe this, but I'm sure brides come to you with like, this is what I want. But then in your professional experience, you know what works. And so you kind of had to to work with the bride and groom to figure out, okay, what kind of atmosphere do you want? And then create a playlist. Have you ever had to like go rogue and just be like, oh, nope, this is what we're going to do? <laughs> or do you try and work with the couple on, on the day of and and really make everything special for them? Yes. So sometimes they have, you know, they give me songs where they want for these certain moments. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the day of the heat of the moment, <clears throat> I'm thinking, yeah, this is probably not going to work. We should change it. Mm-hmm. Or we sh- maybe we should put this moment before the cake mm-hmm. cutting or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So the day of, there's always changes. Yeah. I have to be flexible. I have to be confident when I tell them, yeah. this is what we need to do. It's going to be better. Yep. And they, they just go with it. They're just like, you know, let's do it. Yeah. Or let's cut this out. That's totally fine. So, yeah. Or, you know, they could leave out a song because uh, they feel like they don't need it. Sure. I'll paint the picture. You know, this is what's going to happen. This is the best thing we should do. We need yeah. a, a song. We need an upbeat song, something. From my experience, yes. Uh, changes. Yeah. They have to happen. Just so we have the best experience. Yep. So everyone has the most fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely it happens all the time. I know even just with my experience as a bridal makeup artist, it, oftentimes we will change things up from the makeup preview, you know, which is before the wedding day to the day of. And they're they're going, well, I kind of want to do this with my eyes and, and enhance this a little bit. Or I want to do this because the feel of the wedding day is going to be different than the feeling that they're feeling when they're planning it. And I know a wedding I did a few weeks ago, um, most of the family was Hispanic and I don't know what the DJ was doing, but he was not really listening to their wishes. And they wanted a lot of like the cantina music and the, just like the very popular Hispanic songs. And he was playing Taylor Swift and all this other stuff. And so they kept having to go out and tell him like, no, we want the Spanish songs we want, you know, the things that our family knows to create an experience. And your five-star reviews speak to who you are and how much you listen to your clients. So that's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I feel like I just heard this recently. Word of mouth shows that you're really mm-hmm. kicking butt in mm-hmm. the industry. You could have, you know, various um, reviews, awards, etc. But if clients aren't speaking about you and putting your name out or Mm -hmm. other vendors even too, Mm -hmm. recommending you, then yeah, it just goes to show how much, how good you really are. Yeah. So I, I am very thankful that a lot of the clients are doing that for me. Yeah. I post it on my Instagram um, and then I have it on my story highlights so people can check that out. But yeah, they are saying some great things about me and it's just awesome because yeah. I don't do much marketing. Like yeah. I don't pay for marketing. Yeah, neither do I. You know, because yeah. those right there, that's gold. Yeah. So I share that so others can see it. And um, yeah, I really do put in a lot of time and effort to yeah. make every wedding like the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. <laughs> well, I had originally found out about you because Sydney Schatz from... Um, Piece of Harmony events, she kept sharing your stuff. 
And um, I've worked with her a number of times. And I'm like, who's this DJ Davey Dave guy? You know, this was like two years ago or something when I started following you. And I'm like, oh, he's kicking butt. Mm-hmm. Like He's doing a good job. And just the photos of you that I've seen um, when you're doing your gigs, it just looks like such a fun time. So good job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. She, she was one of the first, shout out to Sydney. She was one of yeah. the first planners that I met mm-hmm. and networked with. Yeah. And yeah, like. So in the beginning of me being in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of different things to try to get my name out there. Yeah. Like networking. Totally. Going to bridal shows. Mm-hmm. Even putting ads on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Charging dirt cheap. Yeah. Just to try to get weddings, get my foot in the door here. Yeah. Um, and now I'm at a point where I could charge what I feel like I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And people are referring me and recommending me awesome. all these great things. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's really nice. And uh, yeah, I just feel like I'm providing the best experience for mm-hmm. my clients. Yes, that's such a good spot to be when you're like, yes, this this is this feels worthy of who I am and the service I provide. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. amazing. Let's talk about some of the most frequently asked questions. So we'll kind of do like a little rapid fire. Um, most overused songs at weddings? Definitely the group dance songs. Okay. As well as your generic hits like mm. Sweet Caroline, mm-hmm. Don't Stop Believing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are the most played songs. Yeah. And people are, some people want those songs. They're totally okay with it. Yeah. So they just play those songs because we, our guests are probably going to love them. Yeah. And we just want our guests to have a good time. Other brides are like, don't play any of those songs. Stay away from those songs. <laughs> and that's totally fine too, because yeah. I have thousands of songs in my library. Yeah, I'm and sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Next question. Do you MC the event as well as DJ? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That should go without saying that's part of my job. That's part of, that should be every DJ's. 50-50 job, DJing, mm-hmm. MCing, mm-hmm. making all the announcements, making sure things are on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I mean, my first wedding, I didn't, I was terrified, didn't <laughs> want to say a thing. Yeah, I was like, just leave me in my corner yeah. in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now I'm, as soon as someone tells me, okay, we need to make this announcement. Yeah. Okay. You're I'm on, on the mic. Let's Good. do it. Sometimes I got to see things over and over again because people aren't listening or don't care. Yeah. But yeah, making announcements, emceeing, of course, that is definitely something I do. Awesome. Next question. Tell us some funny stories that have happened while you've been DJing. Okay. Uh, There was one where there's the bouquet toss. So the bride was throwing back the bouquet. It kept hitting a rafter (laughs) uh, three times. And so on the fourth time, she just had, she was just like, okay. Like, this is it. This is it. She launched it back so hard, it slammed into a bridesmaid's face, oh my gosh. like at rapid fire speed. And I was just laughing so hard. I tried. <laughs> yeah, she got nailed. Uh, there was one time, 2012, I, I think, instead of doing a bouquet, or no, instead of doing a garter, same sex couple, two women. She decided to do a, sh- a leg shaving. Because she, she had never shaved her legs? Never in her life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, why not? Let's do it right right now during the wedding. Oh, my so gosh. So random. But <laughs> it was, yeah, 
Um, That's gross. <laughs> yeah. It was really You're like, weird. yeah, I turned away for that one. Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> um, and then I forget what else I put down. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Tell us some DJ misconceptions. Like, is there anything that people have asked you to do that you don't typically do? <sighs> I'm not sure about like asking me to do something because I am, I do so many things mm -hmm. that, that they ask me to do. Well, that's awesome. I mean, misconceptions, I guess, would be like the old way of DJing where they just play a song. Oh. Let it play the whole length. Yeah. Fade into another one. That is not what I do. Yeah. I tell them up front, I mix songs together. Yeah. So you're going to get a different experience. That's awesome. It's going to be like a club. Exactly. That's how I define it. Club style mixing. Yep. That's Just going amazing. from song to song, blending them together, keeping the energy high, playing the best parts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that is my style. You're not going to get that old style where you're, I'm just sitting down. Yeah. And Flick. Just, yeah. <laughs> pushing the button, play, letting it uh, end, go to the next yeah. one. Nope. That's not yeah. what I do. And uh, yeah, what else would be a misconception? I don't know. I can't think of any that's others. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, tell us where people can find you online. Instagram, website. Do you have any other um, places that you would like people to reach out? Well, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have a website. So you could definitely find me on Instagram. That's where I'm active. Perfect. And that's where most people find me. And yeah. sometimes they're searching like hashtags. Yeah. Uh, I do that too. So I do everything I can to make myself known on Instagram. <clears throat> and they can reach out there. They could click the link to my on my bio for my website. Mm-hmm which again, just goes over everything I do in more detail. Perfect. And I try to just lay it all out there, not to leave any questions. So they know right up front exactly what they're going to get from me. Perfect. And then I put my price up there again. So that one's just like wondering yeah. how much does he cost? It's right there for you to see. Perfect. So I am trying to attract certain clients mm -hmm. I um. And it's working, you know, people Good. that value my service uh -huh. are the ones that are reaching out to yeah. me. So it's great. And I can't, I'm, I'm very thankful that Instagram is still free. Yeah. We could use it the way we, we were using it. Yeah. I try to put out, I was trying to do a, a video a day where I was mixing two songs together. Wow. But that's it's been lot. busy. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I might... Pick it back up again once wedding season slows down. Yeah. I'll be doing like two videos a day or something. There you go. But yeah, that's working too. People seem to love that. Perfect. And um, yeah, so that's that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate your time. Yes, it was great to be here. Thanks for you know thinking of me, reaching out, yeah. and for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Talk Bridal to Me. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe. And if you really liked it, we'd love a five-star review. I'm Anna Muma, and until next time, feel beautiful, friends.